0: Did was to take his computer into the PC world to make repair it repaired. And they went into the hard drive, saw all these dodgy pictures, uh, and told the police. And the police then, oh, we've got a famous person. Oh, my goodness, yeah, we'll have them. Uh, but very had not sold them, not trying to sell them, they're not trying to show them in public or anything like that. It would It would bring on gratification, but it was right or wrong. Uh, uh, Is of course, it's up to
1: person, but, but they didn't do anything, wrong, but they are then demonised
0: uh, and of course if you ever said to a couple of much to the a they just sat at home watching these dodgy, dodgy films mm, Lovely left, lovely
1: Belgium left. People think we're being sponsored by Left because you mention them every week virtually <laughs> well not every week, we don't do this weekly but I'm on Aldi's 1897, <laughs> which uh, is a French lager. Well, I describe it as a gritty lager only because gritty lager is an anagram of wow, the person please. we're going to be talking about.
0: Let's <laughs> pod Come on, come on, come <laughs> on, pod <Paul Dom. laughs>
1: Yeah, we are doing Paul Francis Gad, the PFG. So unlike the PFG, Gad mm. is a horrible little man. A
0: horrible little isn't man. It?
1: So what's the opposite of big, friendly, giant, little, twatish dwarf? Yeah.
0: <laughs> little, mean dwarf.
1: So this came about, this idea was, I was just talking to someone at work about Glitter, and uh, it reminded me of this docudrama I saw. It's about ten years ago, which was this Channel Four program called the Execution of Gary Glitter. I think you saw it, didn't you, Dave?
0: I was quite excited when it first came out. I was, and I started watching it, but I remember being quite disappointed with it.
1: Yeah, I you're right.
0: Bored with it, I think, as well.
1: Yeah, I've watched it again recently, and um, for people who are unfamiliar with it, it was like a docudrama where Gary Glitter comes back to the UK, is arrested because they wanted to charge him with paedophilic offences, etc. And at that time in Britain, in the drama, they brought back the death penalty for murderers and uh, yeah. pedos. So that's what it's about. It's more. It was. It was to highlight or to debate capital punishment, wasn't it? The guy who plays Glitter. I'm not quite sure about him. He's called Hilton McRae. And I think he's a bit of a, a theatre actor, you know, a bit of a thesp. And yeah. uh, he's a good actor, but he never really seems like Glitter to me. What, do you, what did you think of him?
0: I thought he was a bit hammy. Yeah. I mean, and that, you know, that shouldn't be perfect if he's playing Glitter, really. But I don't know. It was weird. His performance was a bit kind of weird. He sort of... Um, Lots of strange, I seem to remember he had kind of strange gesticulations, where he moved his eyes around and stuff. Yes. I don't
2: know.
1: Yeah, he's a bit of a toady looking bloke, uh, yeah.
0: isn't he? I mean, bit I, it, don't, it
1: didn't convince me that much, really.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It did get some in reviews, didn't it? As, yeah.
1: Uh, the, Sorry, Dave, the sound's gone a bit bad. I know. Sorry, mate. It was going bad at your end. I don't know what's going on here.
0: It's the curse. Glitter has fucking cursed us.
1: <laughs>
0: For what his is hell.
1: He, What have you done? Probably got his Kodak. Fucking cursed out. by Glitter.
0: <laughs> can't believe it. We lose the first fucking one. <laughs> through, through not recording, and this one's going. It's the it's Glitter. He knows something we don't. The bastard. They can't talk about me. They can't be told. Nobody is allowed to talk about me. I was thinking today about how. Trying to do a glitter impression, thinking about his voice, how he sounded.
2: Hi,
0: oh, it's kind of, it's sort of like, hey, yeah, it's kind of softly spoken. Yeah, I'm going to do some, I'm going to do some good things. I, I'm kind of, I want to go into Cliff, and of course, it doesn't sound like Cliff. I don't
1: know. Yeah, that was better than the actor did. I, the, act, the actor was like, he did him like that, didn't he? Oh, oh, yeah, no, it's not fair. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't really know what he was basing. You can't hang me by my neck until I'm dead. <laughs> I didn't buy him his Glitter and no, yeah, I didn't. he had one job to play Gary Glitter and he didn't really yeah. play him he just played someone else though <laughs> no. so he quite uh, looked the part didn't he because uh, if you remember Glitter came out. back he had that he had quite a weird look didn't he where he had like a long grey beard yeah, and he yeah. had a bit of a samurai thing going on at the back of his head you know little ponytail I remember you saying you quite thought he looked pretty cool, Dave. He looks
0: fucking smart. I think post-pedo glitter <coughs> looks miles better than pre-pedo glitter, if you know what I mean. Oh, well, so, Like yeah. Populous glitter with his massive wigs. He looks really ridiculous. He suits baldness glitter. Mm. He's not a bad-looking baldy, his glitter.
1: Yeah, well, he always think... did look ridiculous, like you said, especially when he. I remember him when he got um, released from prison for the first offences, which was um, yeah. the images on his PC. That yeah. he came out of prison, and I don't know if he, if he went into prison like this. He probably didn't, because they probably wouldn't allow him to wear his huge wig. But he looked like a a, a fucking like Clive Barker's version of a geisha girl, you know, with this massive <laughs> pubic hair. This matted pubic hair on the top of his head. <laughs> he looked fucking horrible. Do you remember him? His pointy sideburns. Yeah. And his eyeliner. <laughs> oh, my God. When I think back to Glitter, who was very popular with the under-10s, you know, in his heyday. Of course he was. Yeah. Um, I was always a bit scared of him. You know, when he'd appear on telly and he had those mad staring eyes and he'd be dead furtive and... His eyes were darting about. I remember being quite scared of him, and I, I never liked to be on my own when I was watching him. You know, I felt quite vulnerable. For, it's
0: frightening because he, his facial expressions were all so over the top, and it's just like this massive head. You know, he <laughs> did have a massive head, made even bigger with his massive hair. You know, and yeah. uh, he was like a like a character from Doctor Who or something. Big-headed creature, like that, that creature we were talking about the other week, you know, <laughs> that, yeah. the Santaran
1: with the wig. Oh, <laughs> and he was, he was, he was quite an ugly man as well. Especially when you saw him. I mean, he was ugly anyway. But when when you saw him without his makeup, it looked he looked weirder than yeah. with it on. He did it didn't quite look right. I think you could take in the theatrical glitter. But the off-stage glitter, I always found creepier.
0: It's incredible, really. Very small talent. I kind of admire the fact that he built his success from this very meagre, like talent. Because he yeah. wasn't a great singer or songwriter or anything. Certainly not a great musician. He just wanted to be. I, I am going to be successful and famous and everything. Yeah. He didn't look like any kind of archetypal beautiful, good-looking frontman or anything like that. Not at all. so very driven enormously egotistical i would imagine probably like narcissistic i'm sure but yeah well all those things of course combining to being like probably something of a psychopath and uh obviously a paedophile you know so (laughs) (laughs) not many good qualities
1: there not many good qualities at all (laughs) the rock and roll christmas (laughs) did he write did he write all them hits then
0: I'm not sure you know that's a good point I think, because I think he probably did. I mean, maybe the thing to say is, if he wrote the hits, credit to him, you know, that he did succeed in in
1: uh, writing some pretty good tunes. I'm just having a look here now to see if he wrote. I think he did because there was some controversy about him getting loads of royalties from, yeah, his songs that were featured in the Joker. that's right.
0: But but I don't he think he
1: did it yeah, I don't think he did get a penny, did he? no. Well, yeah, he started but... off as, the Glitter came later, didn't it? Because he, I think he started to become Gary Glitter when he was around 28. Before that, he'd been Paul Raven. Paul Raven. Hadn't he? So, that didn't work out. So, he was obviously trying another tack. And uh, he, just, really... he just hooked on to all the glam, the glam rock stuff at the time. Bowling and sweet and did his version. Yes.
0: His previous names
1: in total were
0: Paul Raven, Rubber Bucket, Paul Monday,
1: oh, and yeah.
0: Paul and Paul Russell. Right. For some reason,
1: I wonder where Gary Glitter came from,
0: I don't know, because he he played with a guy called John Russell, didn't he? Or John? No, oh, John Russell. John Russell. Russell yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he was a songwriter. Yeah. So he's a singer songwriter and producer. You know he obviously had some talent It's been probably a bit unfair of me to say he didn't have talent he did have talent but he had massive amount of drive and ego and all that which you need you know you need that if you want to be a popular recording artist i'm not knocking having ego that respect but um like you say when you look back at it now through very different eyes i suppose you do look at him and think god how could he how did he become like such a heartthrob really yeah, because he was more like like frightening and weird. You know, he was like, he's about as frightening as the child catcher from Chitty Bang Bang.
2: Yeah,
1: His
0: massive eyes right yeah. in the screen, kind of aggressive, Very frightening. I mean, him, yeah. God, uh, the episode when him and Savile are on but he fix it. You know, he's frightening.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, the girl who wrote. To say, please, can I meet my idol, Gary Glitter? So oh. she, uh, she is sat between Glitter and Savile. Oh, oh, my God. don't get poor. a thinking about, does it, what went on backstage?
0: Lovely, lovely, well, lovely. Apparently, he did. Here he, he is, Gary Glitter.
1: He was accused of raping a girl in Savile's dressing room, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, isn't it? So, you know, those two were in cahoots. I'm yeah. sure of it. And Because they were good mates, weren't they? Definitely something going on there. In fact, there's something purporting to that I was just looking at before uh, online, with a picture of him and Savile together, and speculating that there there was some uh,
1: shenanigans between the two of them. You know, did Savile have a show called Clunk Click? He did. I, I know that was the seatbelt advert he was doing, but he called it Clunk
0: Click, didn't he? Because I don't know if anyone's seen the uh, Netflix documentary. They do mention that yeah. in it, and they show a little bit of footage of. Of uh, Glitter and Savile together, don't they?
1: It's the I mean, end bit when the credits are rolling. They're both sat down, aren't they? And they're pulling these teenage girls into them. Got one one under each arm. I mean, it's so creepy. Yeah,
0: I'm just it's looking, looking at that through the Daily Telegraph here. Gary Glitter raped a girl in Jimmy Savile's dressing room. Absolutely horrendous. I mean, come
1: on, man. What an absolute twat. Just going back to the docudrama, it, I always... Thought about what Glitter must have made of it, because can you imagine him sat in his cell and he's flicking through the Radio Times and thinking, oh, what's on Channel 4 tonight? And then he sees the execution of Gary Glitter 9pm. <laughs> I know, is Like, what? He's what like, the fuck,
0: oh, 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 come on. Come on now. Warder! <laughs> look at this, man. <laughs> They're persecuting me more and more. <laughs>
1: It's really bad taste to do that to somebody that's still alive. Obviously, no one has any sympathy for him, and I don't. But was that a bit out of order to do that whilst he's still alive?
0: It's pretty, it's pretty harsh, in a way. <laughs> but the problem is, is that the Joe Public were
1: not giving a monkey's cuss. No one would stick up for him, though. Would no they? one would stick up thing. for him. Yeah, and say and it's wrong.
0: Nobody criticised the doing of it. Because they didn't want to be a core celebre defending one of Britain's most notorious, and possibly at the time, Britain's most notorious personality. Because I think that came out, what time, what What year did it come out, Lee, again?
1: Uh, 2009. So it was before. Just before, before yeah. Saville, before Saville. the
0: Savile stuff came
1: out. In two years Saville, after. Two yeah. years after in 2011,
0: wasn't it? Yeah. So he was without doubt. Britain's most notorious uh celebrity by a country mile at that point yeah you know uh, since then I mean I mean glitter opened the floodgates I mean he uh, did. <laughs> did with his spangly cape he, he parted the waters <laughs> I will be the bringer of the Pido. Catalyst. I am the catalyst of pedo <laughs> oh, <laughs> should' have done that as a song shouldn't he? I'm the pedo-catalyst. I'm the pedo-catalyst. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Going back pedo to... It all began when he he was having a bit of a problem with his PC, wasn't it? And he thought, <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's not working right. I might have a virus. So he takes it into his local PC world and then all hell breaks loose, doesn't it? Because uh, on on his hard drive, the... The uh, technician finds 4,000 paedophilic images, and subsequently, Glitter is quickly arrested. But don't you think? The naivety of the I naivety,
2: know. yeah. It's
0: unbelievable. Fucking idiot! <laughs> oh yes, I've got all. I've got all this abhorrent fucking imagery on my computer. I'll take it to PC World to be fixed. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How naive!
1: What an idiot! <laughs> I mean, it was massive news, obviously, because no one had I mean, there was there was sort of suspicions amongst people that knew him similar to Savile before that, because um, we mentioned him before, John Russell, who was, I think, the saxophonist of the Glitter Band, who my brother Gav actually played in a version of the Glitter Band in the 90s because John Russell got a version of the Glitter Band together and uh, Gav was the drummer and he appeared on a documentary after Glitter's conviction to say that you know they were always a bit suspicious of him you know hanging about kids he used to sort of say things about young kids and uh, oh creepy you oh, know creepy. it was um not an open secret but there were certainly suspicions there but funnily enough, when Glitter was arrested, because John Russell and Glitter, well, John Russell's hated Glitter in the end. Yeah. Uh, he was on stage that night when he got arrested or convicted. And uh, between a couple of songs, he went, "Where in the world, PC world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he was absolutely delighted that Glitter finally got arrested. Got his and. I
0: heard a story through Gav, your brother, a wonderful anecdote that um, as time went on and the Glitter Band got more and more successful and Gary Glitter became a massive personality, he became more and more aloof from the rest of the band. When they used to ring him up to find out where he was what was going on,
1: he used to answer answer the phone and go, Glitter here, yes.
2: (laughs) Glitter (laughs) here.
1: You're right about that, because on this documentary, Rosswell says that, he said... He suddenly changed like overnight. He, he, yeah. he developed this huge ego, and he separated from himself and the rest of the band. And John, who always used to call him Paul, yeah. uh, was just casually talking to him, referred to him as Paul, and he went, "Don't you call me Paul? My name is Gary Glitter." <laughs> it's <laughs> it's Mr. Glitter off. to you.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how true the other the other one is. I'm sure.
1: I've heard, but I've <laughs> heard it is story. true.
0: I've heard this story where he, he had um, he was coming on stage through a raised uh uh tra- sort of trapdoor that was kind of come up through the ground with him on it. So he was going to rise up onto the stage through the trapdoor. And as he was coming up through the trapdoor, he didn't realize his shoulder pads were so big let me go, and he was just like his head and shoulders coming up on the stage. I was like,
2: get me out of here! Get me out of this!
0: <laughs> Good I time. hope it's not made up. I hope that's true. but That's what I heard. Brilliant.
1: Well, before he got arrested, I remember going to see Gav's band. They were supporting Slade 2 Brilliant. at the Manchester Apollo, and they yeah. were Sweet 2 as well. So Sweet 2, as I remember, had no original members, and Slade 2 had Dave Hill and Don Powell, the drummer. Oh, that's but, pretty good. But not Noddy Holder. It was nice. this other like, guy who looked like Mark Hughes <laughs> <laughs> singing for them. It, it was, was Mark pretty Hughes. Good, though.
0: Mark Hughes of Man United. He's yeah.
2: the <laughs> How does it feel? Down, down, down. Do you
0: know what? That's one of my favourite songs, though. That, that Slade tune. Yeah. How does it feel by Slade? What a tune. Some of Slade's stuff really has lasted, I think it's lasted the test of time. Apart, you know, aside from the obvious, you know. Oh, God.
1: Well, funnily enough, Dave, this concert was like a Christmas special.
0: Oh, God. Right, Right, so that was
1: obviously So they they played it about four times. Oh, (laughs) God. When John Russell and his glitter band were on stage... We were sat in the circle and there was these people in front of us and one of them was leaning over and he was going, "Is that Gary Glitter?" You know, <laughs> John Rossall did dress a bit like Gary Glitter, you know, with a silver with suit, <laughs> and big shoulders, and he did have a he did have a pretty big head of black hair.
2: Brilliant.
1: You know what was weird? At that the same night, Glitter coincidentally was playing. The GMX, I think. Oh
0: yes, I think you've told me this before. Yeah. That's right. So Glitter was playing the GMEX
1: yeah. and John Russell. John Russell's Glitter band, Glitter,
0: band, Glitter band and the Slade 2 band and Sweet yeah. were playing the Apollo all the same. Yeah. It was a glam think, rock fest in Manchester that night. Yeah.
1: So obviously it must have been mid nineties, that because yeah, yeah. as I say, it was before Glitter was arrested.
0: The thing the thing is that it's kind of Difficult with the glitter, because there are a couple of glitter tunes which you kind of like. They are quite good fun, you know. And there's no point like it's what I hate really. Is oh, he can't play his music, Evan. Like the joke, oh, they did, they played some Gary. But yeah, Mm.
1: (laughs) this is it. I did like the music of Gary Glitter when I was a kid. You know, when it came on the radio, it was like he got really excited, but. He himself, no, I didn't. Oh, just didn't like him. But he
0: did create this big, this kind of big presence, quite a menacing presence, mm-hmm. and it was he was fucking seriously popular. I mean, he was massive. The thing is that he was a big looming presence in my childhood, very, you know, early, very early days of my childhood, along with Savile. You know, I've been talking to quite a few younger people, colleagues that I work with, about what Savile was like, because obviously Savile's dominated the whole. British pedo celebrity thing beyond everybody else, really. But the thing with Savile was it's hard to describe to people what a kind of big personality he was on British TV. He was massive, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's easy to forget because because Glitter's career sort of wilted into pantomime, really, didn't it? Let's be honest. Before he became notorious pedo, number one,
1: for a short period of time, his career sort of wilted to such a degree
2: well I, um, I
1: did think that day, but given that he was playing like the G-Mex, which is a pretty big oh, yeah, venue big following mid nineties, you know, maybe it was a os- obviously a nostalgic thing that yeah. people who were kids went to see him. He, so but you're right, he did he did have I can't remember him being doing much music in the eighties.
0: No, no, that's it. It was kind of like because of what he did personally, it was kind of one trick pony, wasn't it? Whereas I suppose what it was with Savile he almost became like an institution, you know, with all these because of all the charity work, and he had such notoriety for that, you know, in a positive yeah. way, you know, marathon runs and Stoke Mandeville, oh, oh now and then, oh, hey, and all that. He became this big, even though his career sort of went down the fucking tubes, let's be honest with you, because he was just get, guest appearances on things and looking ri- ri- ridiculous as he got older, because he was still dressing like in shell suits and stuff as this, like, really. Horrible, rancid old man. It was like fucking Wilfred Bramble in a fucking shell suit, wasn't it? You know, it really, it really was weird, you know, made yeah. him and he, it made him even weirder in a way. And that's when we started, unbeknownst to us, that he was a complete h- horrendous nonce. That's when we started saying, oh, you, know, you know, can you imagine if he's got some bodies buried somewhere? Because, yeah, we, and we had heard r- rumours that he was a, a wrong gun, but he was a bit rum. But mm-hmm. not necessarily the way that we thought. No, we, we just thought
1: he was, a, you know, an ordinary murderer.
0: And just an ordinary communal garden murderer. That's exactly <laughs> Riley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then, and I think we were sort of um, obviously, we'd, we'd heard stories about him being a horrible nightclub boss and manager, you know, like, yeah. like torturing fucking young men who stepped out of line and stuff. But well, we did, little did we know that he was a, a, a paedophilic necrophiliac, you know?
2: <laughs> no. Um,
1: one thing I've just remembered is, do you remember when they did This Is Your Life with Gary Glitter? Oh, God. It yeah, probably brilliant. was in the 80s, wasn't it? But yeah, there was yeah. this really creepy part where Roldal's daughter or Roldal's granddaughter came on, who knew Glitter, and... She starts off by saying, "Oh yeah, I've known Gary since he was since I was thirteen or something," oh my and then God. Glitter immediately puts his finger to his lips, doesn't he? Oh like, my God! Like, shush, shush! Don't say anything. But he does it in like a jokey way, you know, so nobody suspects.
0: I've just gone but on to I've gone on to uh, YouTube on the hope that maybe the, you could still see this is your life with
1: Gary Glitter. I think you it's, can. I'm trying to find it. I think it is Roll Dolls. Daughter or granddaughter, which is a bit of coincidence, considering we've labelled him the PFG.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I've just seen Noddy Holders, this is your life here. <laughs> I just... Did he talk about when he used to get paid £20 for shitting on coffee tables?
2: <laughs>
1: Did you hear him talking about that when he was on Frank Skinner? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: That is a big thing. That is a big thing in certain circles. There's rumours that a, a, a um, an American TV celebrity, uh, not not well known here, but a big big name in America, that was his uh, that was his penchant. He used to like to get underneath the table, get underneath the table, get a couple of like prostitutes in to take, to take a huge dump on the table oh you know like you do
1: i wonder if that's got a name (laughs) i mean it's obviously a a it's not it's not like a one-off it is a a thing that many people are into
0: please let it have a name please i'm gonna try and find out
1: yeah here it is dave it says (laughs) Roldal's daughter tessa right Oh, Um, it's during 1992, during which his friend Tessa Dahl, the mother of model Sophie and daughter of writer Roel, made an appearance. Uh, So, yeah, Gary Glitter hushed Roel Dahl's daughter Tessa as she recalls how schoolgirls paid £5 to visit him.
0: Oh, my
1: God. Schoolgirls. I heard
0: on the American side of things, remembering the seventies. At the same time when glitter was huge, um David casty was huge. Do you remember? David yeah. Cassidy. Yeah. And I've heard a notorious story that David Casty apparently he couldn't leave his house quite often because of you know all the screaming young girls around his house. It was just like clamoring, clamoring all the time, but he used to pop his penis through a hole in the fence. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: This, um, well, do you know, know
0: we how one, how one of them would
1: rip true. it off, like, as a memento.
0: <laughs> Just cut it off.
1: <laughs> Got cut his, his cock off. off. Thanks.
0: Oh, David, we love you.
1: Funk. Off it goes. I'm having that.
0: I'm having his cock. I'll keep that forever, David. Forever.
1: <laughs> is he dead now, David Cassidy? Yeah, he's dead. I'm sure there was some sad end to his life. Yeah, I don't know. Just oh, was it dementia vicious. or something like
0: that? Yeah, it was something like that. He was just like fell into dementia and
1: organ failure related to alcoholism.
0: Yeah, he was a big boozer,
1: wasn't he? Well, he just... had no dick, Dave. You know, you're going to fall into <laughs> <laughs> alcoholism.
0: Oh, God. His dad was quite a big actor, too. And, and You would know his face. He always played really creepy characters. I think his dad's name was Jack Cassidy. I think it's Jack Cassidy. If you just put Jack Cassidy in, act.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, you're right, Dave. Yeah, I can see him now. Anyway, I've just remembered one of the funniest bits of the execution of Gary Glitter is you've got, like, Gary Bushall playing himself. You know, he's obviously pro-hanging, bring-back-hanging. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's playing himself, but he describes Gary Glitter as (laughs) Liberace's fat son. Oh,
0: my God. That's a brilliant... That is a brilliant...
1: Which I absolutely spat my beer out at. Oh my <laughs> god! I was like, oh my god, what a brilliant line. But yeah, it's not. It's not a great show. I mean, it's a bit of an anticlimax yeah, it's uh, not. where we actually get to see glitter hung. His you bottom lip starts going, and he starts complaining, and then then it's done.
0: And then jobs are good. And-
1: yeah, but I was thinking the actor, this the Hilton McRae. If yeah. you Google him, he looks like. Uh, a very old David Moyes.
0: He does, doesn't he?
1: Quite dear. Um, I mean, David Moyes looks fucking ancient now, doesn't he?
0: It must be the Scottish thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, H- Hilton McRae is married to Lindsay Duncan.
0: He is, he is indeed. She used to be thought of as like really a bit of posh totty.
1: Yeah. What's, yeah. what's she famous for was it was she in gbh gbh
0: something? yeah definitely not yeah. cliff's gbh no no cliff's not cliff cool. not mr twemlow no but i know there's been some funny reviews of uh the of gary glitter the the uh, very funny one by um charlie brooker oh yeah here we go So, I don't know about you, but sometimes I can't sleep at night for for wondering what might it be like if Gary Glitter were executed. Which is a great opening camp, but I just can't picture it in quite enough detail for my liking. (laughs) Would they fry him, gas him, pull his screaming head off with some candy coloured rope? I can never decide. And it often leaves me restless until sunrise. Thank God, then. For the execution of Gary Glitter Monday at 9 pm, which vividly <laughs> envisions the trial and subsequent capital punishment of Pop's most rev- reviled sex offender, so you don't have to worry. He
1: <laughs> calls him the glitter file. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the glitter file.
1: And uh, glittercution.
0: <laughs> <laughs> glittercution. Oh, he follows up he says, I can't believe what I'm typing. This is a drama documentary that imagines a world in which Britain has, A, reinstated the death penalty for murder and paedophilia, B, changes the law so Britons can stand trial in this country for crimes committed abroad, and C, chosen Gary Glitter as his first test case. Absolutely (laughs) right, really, isn't (laughs) (laughs) it?
1: preposterous oh, really. oh, I like his uh, description he says <laughs> we're talking late period glitter with the evil wizard shaved head and elongated yes! white goatee combo that makes him resemble a sick alternative Santa
0: <laughs> he was the original bad Santa
1: Yeah, but he says uh, it would be better if he was decked out in full 70s glam gear and then being led to the gallows in a big spackly costume with shoulder pads. So huge they got stuck in the hole as he plunges through. God, that's opposite of what happened when he was rising from the stage. (laughs) It is. That's what I mean. They should have shown the execution in more detail, really, because that's what it's leading up to. You want to see him suffer, don't you?
0: That's what everyone watched it for <laughs> yeah. Not, not yeah. for some examination About the fucking Capital cam- punishment no,
2: <laughs> exactly Fuck He that. just
0: went, come on then How are you going to kill Glitter? <laughs> Put that wig on And then blow his fucking head
1: off Well I was trying to think uh, Whether Because obviously he got arrested for the The images and then he, then he Went and moved to Vietnam, didn't he, or Cambodia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got accused, and I think he got convicted there, didn't he? But he paid, he paid off a couple of them, or the families, and they pleaded for clemency for him because uh, he'd paid them off. I don't know if he did some time there, but he got, he got kicked out, didn't he? And nobody wanted him. So I think Mr. it was about.
0: Gary, he's so fine. He's so fine.
1: Mr. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> but it was so he kept getting moved on from country to country. <laughs> it was about 19 countries that's that fucked him off. So he was a bit of a gadabout for a few years. He
2: was gadding about.
1: That was brilliant. I, I did do that deliberately, Dave. Sorry. Well done. Uh, but there was one great story that I, I, know I you did. Lee.
0: I did dial up for a second. And beautiful,
1: beautiful. Where he was living in Andalusia, which I think's in Spain somewhere, or off. Yeah. off off the coast of Spain. But yeah. what was his name? He called himself something like Lawrence Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try and find it.
0: Oh, I hope he did call himself Lawrence Brilliant. That's amazing. What an amazing name. Hmm. And I mean, I, mean, I love this. I love this, what, what Charlie Booker writes. I assume the glittercution would feature dry ice, disco lights. And a hundred party poppers going off as his neck cracked. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's what we were looking for.
1: Yeah. Let me just look this up, Dave, because it was on. Um, it was. I mean, the Wikipedia page of Gary Glitter is quite. It has some really funny parts to it. I don't know who's wrote it, but <laughs> he puts something about Gary spent his time visiting local bars and surfing the Internet. That's all he did, apparently. <laughs> How did they know he was
0: searching the so internet? Be so careful, though, with Wikipedia, because I remember when when Freddie Starr died, I read I, I read his wiki I thought, how's he died? What's happened here? What's happened there? And it said it said, and someone had put this on. It said something like, yeah, he was found that he'd masturbated in his in his uh, kitchen, uh, slipped on his own semen, and smashed his head on the kitchen floor that's how he was found dead <laughs> And I was like, no, that's not fucking true, is it? Like, and uh, it was obviously a complete bogus thing that someone had decided to write on
1: <laughs> it's it's Perfectly plausible, Dave it's Brilliant, I thought it was brilliant <laughs> well, I remember that story of Les Dawson when he died Because um, I can't remember where Les lived Was it somewhere in Cumbria or? Yeah, he lived in Lytham St. Anne's, didn't he? Yeah, so he was northwest. Apparently, though, yeah. the, the story was that he was down in Manchester going for this medical, and wow. uh, he'd just given like a blood sample, and he was asked to give a semen sample, and uh, <laughs> during an heart attack, during wanking off, he had a heart attack.
0: Got a bit too excited, jerking himself off. Yeah.
1: But um, I mean, you know, there's worse ways. There's worse ways to go. I just don't know where that came from, though. But I don't know. As our eagle-eyed listeners will know, we get all our research from Wikipedia. (laughs) Of (laughs) course, why not? Uh, So let me find this bit where he was. uh, He was in Andalusia.
0: Because I I kind of, when I was younger, I kind of thought Glitter might have been gay. Yeah. He might have like a few boy toys that he would knock about with you know that so it was a bit of a surprise that it was uh you know i, I always knew there was something very rum about him you know there was, mm-hmm. in the same way we, we felt that things weren't right with savile you know
1: yeah it, is. it yeah. says he lived in Sotogrande in andalusia for six months on his yacht which was moored at the marina he told locals that his name was larry brilliante <laughs>
2: Larry and spent brilliant. his
1: time frequenting local bars and surfing the internet. After his identity <laughs> no, became he known, is. he moved to Cuba and later Cambodia, where he rented an apartment in Phnom Penh. Yeah, he discovered that Larry Brilliante was Larry actually notorious pedophile Gary Glitter.
0: What a brilliant alter ego! <laughs> yeah.
1: He's trying to, he's obviously basing it on Gary Glitter, isn't he? I just love the yeah. fact that he kept being barred by all these countries where the child sex trade is is the biggest industry there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we I don't like Tito's the- he coming here, but we're not having him.
0: No, no, we're not glitter. Send him <laughs> back. There actually is a Larry Brilliant who's got his own wiki page. Lawrence Brilliant is an American epidermatologist. There you are written many books he's written books called sometimes brilliant the impossible adventure of a spiritual seeker and visionary physician who helped conquer the worst disease in history the management of smallpox eradication in india well wow, this guy's this guy's actually done stuff mm. real stuff and his maybe. name is larry brilliant maybe he read that that very book and went that's the name larry brilliant. Well, how amazing would it be if you're Larry Brilliant and you've done something brilliant like that,
1: you know, you live up to your name. Yeah, you know. I think it can inspire you.
0: It must, it. it must have done. Mm. He's got children, Irish Brilliant, Joe Brilliant and John Brilliant. It's like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it ridiculous that your name would be brilliant.
1: That reminds me of that T-shirt, Dave, that said, My dad is Paul Gad. My dad is Paul Gad. That you can't get anywhere now. You can't even find it on the internet—a picture of it.
0: I'm thinking of buying a t-shirt press machine. So, and I've got letters and everything to do
1: Are You really, Dave? That's. I great.
0: will press a my dad is Paul Guard t-shirt just for you, Lee. <laughs> and I might put it—I'll put it on eBay and see if I sell a few. Do
1: <laughs> you know what, Dave? It will sell. I'm telling you. <laughs> I think It will, Lee. <laughs> I think of it, it will. It will. Or your daddy's Paul Gad, maybe that would be better. Oh yeah, your
0: dad. But I like the
1: idea of going into a pub or some with a t-shirt that says
0: my
2: daddy's
1: Paul Gad. Viz did the shaking in Stevens t-shirt, you know, because they're always taking the piss out of Shaky. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Right. So we had like this really weird picture of Shaky with cross eyes. <laughs> and I bought this and I remember wearing it when I was an apprentice joiner on a building site. And people actually thought I was a real Shaky Stevens fan. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the piss.
0: i tell you what, though, as the years go by, the more and more I, I admire Shaky. Because every time I see that Richard Madeley interview yes. with Shaky... When he just jumps madly in the middle of the interview. Yeah, he gets
1: irritated by his questioning, doesn't he? He gets irritated by his question. He says, You're in the fifties. He went, No, I'm not in the I'm not in no no, you're actors. And he went, Fuck off.
0: What's interesting in that, in that that interview is that quo are like behind him, aren't they? Watching it all gone having a laugh. Yes. Watching Madly get mauled by Shaking Stevens.
1: Brilliant. Oh yeah. It is brilliant. And maybe like, he's
0: just got worse since he's been on GMTV. Oh, yeah. He's just oh, been yeah. a complete arsehole, hasn't he? Yes. They're just saying, like, now, Richard, we're going to give you a year's contract. We want you to be more of a prick than Pierce was. I, <laughs> I think it's you can do this, Richard. You're, oh, yeah, don't worry. It's going to be a doddle for me to do that. I will just really, really have a go at Energy protesters, these people who hold up the uh, motorways
2: oh, and yeah, just be on did,
0: and that. on at them. That the do you realise someone could have died? Do some people have got people in hospital that need to go and see? And you are causing the problem. People oh, watching that, checking, I with cringing.
1: Uh, I know I do. I do sometimes have it on in the morning, and if, if I see him, I just can't watch it. I mean, I prefer <laughs> Ed Balls. <laughs> Ed Balls, or, or Ed is it Adle Ray? Adler- I was Adler- you, have? you have Judge Rinder as well. He does like, it. What's
0: going on in that fucking programme? <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? You know, it's a madhouse.
1: It's like, have I got news for you? You know, yeah. you're <laughs> Rotating the presenters after Angus got sacked for his cocaine hooker shame. Uh, Going back to Shaky briefly, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for the moment where it's announced that Shaky Stevens, a.k.a. Michael Barrett, has announced that he's suffering from Parkinson's disease. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. He really is shaky this time. It's got to happen. It's got to, hasn't it? Uh Brilliant. I remember when I was... um, I used to do a fanzine in the 90s, Dave, and I sent off for this sample... Just a sample of printing, and the sample that they sent me was an actual Shaking Stevens fanzine. Oh my God. <laughs> it was quite alarming to know that somebody <laughs> was doing a Shaking Stevens fanzine. <laughs> but even worse than that, fanzine makers used to swap fanzines, you know, uh, you'd get roped into doing it even if you weren't that interested in <laughs> what the other person was doing. But yeah. I remember this guy used to do a casualty fanzine. That's hilarious. <laughs> and he used to do his own word searches with words like <laughs> blood and Charlie. Charlie.
2: Yeah, Charlie.
1: <laughs> and, uh, what was He's other still one?
0: fucking in it, isn't
1: he? Yes. Yeah, Crash. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Fairhead, yeah. It's like the longest serving character.
0: It's amazing. these Part pieces.
1: from Ken Barlow. I mean, Barlow, what
0: the fuck? What's Roach? Do- he's 90 years old, man. He's still <laughs> doing it. He's 90, isn't he? Jesus. And his son is like, he's so weird, isn't it? Because his son's this brilliant actor. I have to say, I think Lionel Ro- Linus Roach is a brilliant actor. His performance in Mandy is just fucking crazy. He's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but he's just been doing that same, flogging that dead horse for years.
1: Well, he got he got caught up in the old YouTube. Uh, that's a
0: good it? point, because, Yes. Good link. This is a good link. Roach was
1: a bit drawn of the into
0: three stuff, wasn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: Good solicitor, mate. He had a good solicitor. He got himself out of that, didn't
1: he? He did. Do
0: you know what? Smell a rat there. <laughs> a stinking dirty old Roachy rat. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: He turned 90 on the twenty-fifth of April. The old he's so old. And he but he looks. he's a fucking vampire though, isn't he? He still looks quite kinda of young. Yeah. He's like Dr. Fibes. He drains the blood of children into his veins, doesn't he?
1: (laughs) Something going on like that. It's weird. Oh, Oh, did you hear that story of all those, I think it was about 19 care workers that were sacked because they they were distributing this picture of Gary Glitter? Really? I mean, the Daily Mail, right, I was reading an article earlier and the Daily Mail made this huge holy than thou story about it going this disgusting this disgusting picture of gary glitter and of course they bloody showed it <laughs> and basically it's got glitter with a shopping bag with a child in it oh god which is bad you know don't get me wrong but it wasn't as bad as i was expecting it's amazing you know
0: i'm just looking here as well Lee, that there's this amazing comment by um jim Davidson the racist stand-up comedian right he, he was doing some tour of prisons you know like johnny cash or something because you
1: know? he can't he's banned from all theaters is he yeah
0: he's he banned from all theaters he can't get a job to save his life so he, he goes into like high security prisons to tell his racist jokes to like hardened cons <laughs> behind the yeah. wire mesh
1: and um, big break anecdotes oh god It makes you cringe, doesn't it? As a snooker fan. I can't believe he ever went mainstream, Jim. Because he was always very controversial, wasn't he? Oh, God, I remember that. And then all of a sudden he's doing Big Break in the Generation Game.
0: For my absolute shame and sins, I remember watching him as a kid when he was running around doing chalky, exaggerated West Indian accent. And, oh, God, you know, dare I say it, that we probably did laugh a couple of times when we were young and stupid and racist <laughs> back in the 70s. Jesus Christ. He was horrible. He's horrible now. He was horrible then. He's always been fucking horrible. And he made a comment saying that he saw Paul, he called him Paul, Yeah. in prison, and said that Paul was really remorseful and ready to start a new life. Oh, well, thanks God. for that, Jim. Thank you for your fucking wisdom, letting us know that, and your... Your understanding of... Such a good judge of character. Yeah,
1: a great judge
0: of character. A bit well, like...
1: Glitter said that. the first...
0: Thatcher letting Savile run Broadmoor, you know what I mean? Fucking, yeah. that's how good a judge of character you are, mate. Sorry. Yeah, well,
1: he's a Tory, isn't he, Jim Davidson?
0: Oh, God, he's... Be- yeah, he's... In fact, if you cut him in half, he's got, like, a- an imprint of Nigel Farage on either side of his fucking... You know, <laughs> if, he- if you cut him in half like rock... He's got Farage written right through him. <laughs> Fucking Davidson, what a cunt.
1: What was going to say about that? Yeah, Glitter was very, very remorseful after he got released the first time and said, you know, he regrets what he does. And then, obviously, he went on to continue his... He, he went beyond looking at pictures. These kind he, of uh,
0: people, that they're always were remorseful and still they start having a wank. Yeah, you
1: know? no. <laughs> that's true. And I, I believe a parole hearing was probably coming up, wasn't it? So Jim decided to try and gain yep. some sympathy for him before that, yep. getting the yep. papers and stuff.
0: Be a character witness.
1: <laughs> yeah. God.
0: It'd be like Johnny Depp having Richard Ramirez as a, guy, <laughs> as a witness for him at his fucking Amber Heard trial.
1: Yeah.
0: Come on, Johnny, though. I defend Johnny.
1: Yeah. You, know, you can't, I mean I have been following a it a bit. Maniac. But she is. So, oh yeah, she's Well, you know, I don't gone. like to I don't like to prejudge it on the basis that there's two sides to every story and it's only really them that know what went on, but it's not looking like she's very credible, is it? I mean, there's a lot of people who've witnessed the behavior and there's even recordings of her admitting hitting him. I don't know if she's got anything like that against him. I think the most he's got is him slamming a few cupboard doors, but I do that on a weekly basis, and uh, exactly. I'm certainly not a wife beater. Of
0: course you're not. We all have moments where we we lose our rag and we get frustrated. I, I just, I just I find that there's something about her it, that's really dislikable.
2: Well, the know. public and yeah. the very
0: fact that you know that horrible fucking right wing New Zealand bastard, damn oh. Woodman,
1: Gosh. I just
0: despise him.
1: <laughs> he's doubled down, hasn't he? He's doubled down because he, he knows he's going to get humiliated. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. he already has been, I mean, despite what the outcome might be. I mean, he is just awful, isn't it? And he, but he it's came nuts. out and he, with a Daily Mail article last week, I think, saying Johnny Depp's making a fool of himself. He's just yeah. a sad old man. Like, who are you to bloody judge Johnny Depp Exactly, You're just a pathetic Sun journalist He's
0: just a parasite He's a fucking loathsome parasite mm. and Like all these journalists are A horrible mouthpiece G- That bloody GB News Despicable <laughs> Toss I'd rather have mm. Gary Glitter channel I'd rather have a, a channel from prison Hosted by Gary Glitter <laughs> Gary Glitter discusses the topics of
1: the day. In fact, I probably would watch a bit of that. <laughs> <And> <laughs> You're getting raped in the shower.
0: Raped.
1: <laughs> yeah. Eating I got, the same I got raped today.
0: Amazingly, I did get raped right up my arse by a guy who was three years older than me. So to say that it's only kids that I'm into is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You could even call that section, Glitter takes it up the shitter. To <laughs> up the Gary up oh, the Gary, exactly it's, uh, it's a Gary oh. oh god but that, that damn Wooten and everything he fucking stands for, I just really hate him and it's the only reason that he took that court case in Britain because Wooten was spouting off uh, and he lost and I thought god wow and the judge was, the judge's son was Wooten's friend or something yes that's right some yeah. really dodgy shit going on there so I, th- I just hope that, that he wins this one. Because it's obviously that it's six, of, you know, like you say, at the very least, six, one and a half dozen of the other. Yes, it was an abusive relationship, but everybody was saying, everybody that's ever known him said he's a nice guy. I mean, and he's had the balls to make interesting films as well over the years mm-hmm. and to be brave in his, in his choices. I admire the guy for that. And his career has been fucking ruined by this, I'm sorry, this gold digger. That's mm. all it seems to me.
1: But that's, that's another podcast, Dave. We may I know, do I know. I'm sorry, I, I know. It's at the end, are... but you're right. It's. Um, I mean, I think there was a, a link there, wasn't there, to what we were on about? But wasn't this some story of um, glitter befriending somebody in prison? Ooh. Someone that we know. I
0: don't know. Let's have a look.
1: That's Probably someone like Ian Huntley.
0: Oh, that'd be amazing if it's if it's Ian Huntley.
1: <laughs> no, I think glitter's in like an open prison now. But I did hear that he got uh, he got booed off stage doing the karaoke at oh, prison. Really? He?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, you would, though, wouldn't you? Fucking hell, if you saw Glitter in prison, you'd just take the piss forever. Glitter <laughs> moved to a new cell called Pedo Cabin, dubbed by fellow inmates. He starts
0: singing on karaoke. That's brilliant. I'm just have a look here. Oh, Child sex pervert Gary Glitter has a split personality verging on schizophrenia, his last friend claims. Gordon Buchanan said his good side is Gary Glitter. Oh, that's interesting. Amazing. The rocker that everyone knows and millions used to love. The sick side is Paul Gad. (laughs) Paul Gad is very, very bad. Double D bad. I've never met Paul, his alter ego, Mr. Buchanan says. I've always called him Gary. Oh, well. (laughs) Gary's grappling with the dark side of Paul Gard. Deep down, he is a sick child. This is Gordon Buchanan of 54, a close friend of Gary Good for 20 years. He went to meet the pervert rocker when he arrived in Britain over a week ago after being deported from Vietnam. So, it turns out that Gary did still have a good friend in Mr Gordon Buchanan. Possibly his only friend.
1: Well, weirdly. yeah,
0: Weirdly. Because he truly believed that Paul Gad was bad. But glitter, glitter was beautiful.
1: Well, what an idiot.
0: <laughs> like Tulip like <laughs> <Juliet> Rose Reed. <laughs>
1: Paul Gad's breath stinks.
0: <laughs> but Gary's Smells beautiful. <laughs>
1: oh, no, I, I, I may have uh, got that wrong about him befriending somebody you notorious know in prison because I can't see anything about it.
0: I kind of think that he doesn't need friends because he's like such a kind of, he's so into still being Paul Gard and being Gary Glitter. <laughs> he doesn't need anybody in prison because yeah. he's planning it all. He's planning his big comeback. One of these well,
1: days he'll come he out. He was apparently working on an album, wasn't he? Before he got sent down again
0: Can you imagine it if he's in there And he's working on Pedo the musical (laughs)
1: Yeah. I'm a pedo I'm a pedo
0: I'm the the pedo in the gang I am
1: Yeah he might as well cash in on it That's what he's known for Exactly
0: All those years in Vietnam I'm a pedo Yes I am all oh, the little on. children, come and play. Come and sit Gary's way.
2: Yeah!
1: <laughs> Kids! Well, it's interesting that Gordon Buchanan didn't comment on his other alter ego, Larry Brilliante. Yeah, exactly. What does he think of him?
0: That could be part of the musical. You know, the Gary Glitter musical coming. <laughs> My name is Larry Brilliante. I like to sit. In coffee, Alicante,
1: bars.
0: yeah, over in Alicante. I like to sit in coffee bars. I sit in you. the net.
1: I fight, I pay <laughs> oh, you, child porn. I
0: bum. pay you 10 euro to go and the dark web. <laughs> Larry Brilliant, really say the musical. I could see the glitter the musical, you know what I mean? That could be something.
1: Yeah, well, it's like Brass Eye when they did uh, Peter Sockler,
0: the go! Yeah, cool. 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 Wow, that would have been amazing. Oh, the cobbled streets of Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> the prostitutes come out and play.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bit deep for Peter there, Dave.
0: Peter's driving his lorry. Peter! Oh.
2: <laughs> Hello. Hello, love. Hello, love. I love <laughs> you. Would you like to jump in my lorry and we'll go for a spin? I'm not I'm not a killer. I'm not, honestly. Look at me, I'm only 5'3". three and beating my Cuban heels. I'm no danger to you. Get in the car! Get in the fucking car! I've got a
1: size 7 feet. <laughs>
0: I've only got size 7 feet. Okay then, Mr Thutcliffe, I'll get in there with you. Get in, you just get in here, love Oh dear but meanwhile, in Paul Gad the
2: musical
1: We could but combine them,
0: could
1: Yeah, I mean There's all sorts of links, isn't there Gad was a friend of Savile Savile was a friend of <laughs>
0: Socliffe I think it should be called U- Maybe tree the musical We're finding our way to Stuart Halls we're gonna have a hell of a ball.
1: Dave Lee Travers looking furious. <laughs>
0: Dave Lee Travers looking kind of scared. Because it's all there <laughs> out of him. In his flares.
1: <laughs>
2: I can oh. imagine
0: tra- Travers shitting himself behind the door.
1: He was always. So Are you there, angry. Mr. Travers? <laughs> Getting accused of groping Liz Kershaw while she was on air. Which he probably did. Yeah, he probably got away with that one. How the fuck did Simon Bates get away with it? Simon Bates? You can't bring him into it, Dave. He was the one warning warning us about sexual swear words in videos.
2: I know, but,
0: you know, too clean for my (laughs) liking with his fucking, you know, our song bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway. Amanda never saw Phil again after she had the colostomy bag fitted, you know. Do, 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 do,
1: do. You know what Dave, I've That's got terrible. I've got a video, one of my last <laughs> remaining videos <laughs> of our tune, right? Because on Good Morning with Anna and Nick, if you remember it, if you were unemployed and depressed during the 90s, you probably watched it, right? And they did they did dramatisations of oh our tune. Yeah. Uh, I saw it in a charity shop and I thought, I'm having that. I'll have to watch it again because it was fucking brilliant.
0: Oh. Dramatisations <laughs> of our tune. Oh my God, that's
1: amazing. Everyone used to stop at work to listen to our tune, didn't they? I oh, was well, the working on building sites and that's sad. stop soaring! Stop soaring, it's on!
0: No. <laughs> as much as Phil loved Tanya, he went his way to spain he was determined to be a holiday rep and he thought one day they'd get back together but tanya met johnny and she fell pregnant quite quickly you sit there listening to some this bloody awful story
1: (laughs) but in spain larry brillante swept her off her feet Feet. yeah (laughs) kidnapped
0: her kidnapped her for she was only 13. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's always like, uh, sadly, James died in an M1 pile-up. But it, it's Fast Car by Tracy Chapman.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Larry Briganti yeah. buried Jane in that hole, but with a, a snorkel so she could breathe <laughs> through,
2: <laughs> through
1: the
0: concrete. Knowing that one day he would return to her.
1: But there was always like a shock twist in in many of those hour tunes, you know. Suddenly it was, it was going great. They'd got back together after not seeing each other for 20 years. But then after a row, David took himself off and jumped off a 20-storey car park.
0: He wrapped his it's tie, like, his Fox work neck. tie, round his neck yeah. and put it on the top of the door where there was a coat hanger. Dropped his trousers and started furiously masturbating while the tie got tighter and tighter around his throat. And he auto-asphyxiated whilst coming. But little did he realize that his wife, Mary, was going to walk in that day with the two children and see the dead
2: horseman. <laughs> 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 <They're laughs> <laughs>
1: I haven't even got a video player, Dave. I was going to say I was going was to watch not, it and report I just point, back.
0: <laughs> I'm just, I wanted to see what, what Gary Glitter items you can get on the eBay. So I'm just going into it now. So Gary Glitter
1: eBay. Let's see what's available. Oh, look at this.
0: All this stuff, you know.
1: Not hard drives or Uh-oh. USB sticks, I hope.
0: Oh, you got it eight quid for Gary Glitter's greatest hits, 1978.
1: A Few Jackies.
0: A Few Jackies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Dickies. The Gary Glitter getaway. The Dickies didn't see that. That's a brilliant...
1: God, there's a sign, horrible sign picture for nine ninety five.
0: No oh,
2: bids.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Who would want that, really?
0: There's a Paul Raven single. Oh, yeah. 9 The Gary Glitter story by George Tremlett. That's obviously, it looks like it was made well before Glitter became notorious.
1: Oh, you can get an eight track. Gary Gary. Glitter, Remember Me This Way. Well, I don't think he'd like to be remembered the way he is being remembered. Oh, Gary Glitter, Touch Me. God, he had a song. I forgot he had a song called Touch Me. That's amazing. Be My Baby. Be My
0: Baby. Touch Me. It's all making
1: sense now. It's all
0: making sense. There's an autobiography here called Leader. That's hilarious.
1: Leader, the autobiography. Gary Glitter. I'm gonna to have to get that. I, I,
0: I might have to get that too.
1: There's only one. way. It bag. feels a bit like ordering something on the dark net, doesn't it? it? Does,
0: doesn't it? It's like really dirty. Please send read. it
1: in a brown paper bag.
0: You might have to read it and wash your wash your hands and your body and everything afterwards. <laughs>
1: There's, There's no, no on, on any, any of, of it, Dave. Them.
0: There isn't, is there? <laughs> oh my God! Have you seen that one? Gary Glitter's greatest hits final LP, slight scuff on sleeve, blah, blah, blah. The picture there is
1: so just, disturbing. Have you seen, have it? seen it? i it. With, yeah. like, the pink top. And the.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. It's he so, definitely
1: looks like Liberace's fat son on that. He
0: looks like a cross between Liberace, Joe Johnson, the snooker player. <laughs>
1: and, and Mark Hughes.
0: And Mark Hughes, yeah. Like he's got that kind of simian look because it looks like this kind of hair growing down the side of his face, but it's a shadow. So his hair looks like it's growing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Scroll along to the pictures. Yes, yes, yes. I can he's see. it. Really yeah. horrendous. With that hairy chest, the pink top. He looks the look like of he's been caught of...
1: doing something he shouldn't. It, off, it
0: looks like the police have just raided his house, and he's there getting head. <laughs> I'm not
1: even going any further. You know. Disgusting. do you want to touch me oh yeah <laughs> no do i fuck he just really is like a really
0: really horrible man he's a horrible looking man like he's I said, a horrible fuck. looking man you're dead right there's loads of glitter stuff on that's here.
1: a wig picture as well
0: oh yeah without doubt without doubt there's loads of glitter stuff none of it's selling is it what's happened here is people thought Oh yeah, I've got Carrie Glitter. Some people, some sick
1: bastards might want some of this. No, nobody's you buying it. You could probably look up Jeffrey Dahmer's record collection, and there'd be loads <laughs> of bits, But there's nothing on Glitter.
0: There's a brilliant little poster here, Carrie Glitter vintage gig advert, Cromwells of Norwich, right? And it says <laughs> on here, it's, "Have you seen it?" <laughs> see. It's fucking great. It's a really terrible drawing of like a like a. A roundhead caval, cavalier, you know, look like Oliver Cromwell. It's like i supposed to And he <laughs> says Tuesday, right? isn't Tuesday the thirtieth of October, Saxon and the Angels, right? Tuesday the sixth of November, Chaz and Dave. Thursday eighth of November, Gary Glitter. He's
1: playing just after Saxon. Wow. That's superb. eh? What's it called, Dave? What's it listed under?
0: It's um, well, again, it's just under Gary Glitter. It's just like I suppose you could put Gary Glitter posters or Gary Glitter memorabilia. But if you go to, I think it's page three of the of the Glitter, the Glitterata Yeah, page three. You'll see it. It's brilliant. Edward Street, Norwich. Oh yeah, I can see it. Yeah. John Taylor and the Cromwells DJs bringing the best disco sound. Is that Oliver Cromwell? Yeah, it's supposed to be Oliver Cromwell. I think think it's safe to say, though, I mean, on a serious note, that if you do feel like playing a bit of Gary and having a dance around the living room, it doesn't make you a bad person. And let's be (laughs) honest, most people will still sing along to a Michael Jackson tune. That's true. And let's be honest, it's looking very likely that Michael had some massive skeletons in his cupboard, you know, all, yep. all of whom were under the age of twelve. <laughs>
1: yeah, that is a very good point, actually, Dave. Yeah, the hypocrisy there.
0: You've got to separate the man from the art, people.
1: Yes, you do. <clears throat> right, excellent chat, Dave. Hope I, our listeners have enjoyed that one.
0: I really hope so. I know we've gone a bit deep in, in quite a sick way, I would say tonight. But
1: well, there's nothing new there, is there?
0: Bit of banter in it. It's just a bit of fun. What We'll
2: start as we need to go on. It's a party after all. Tonight see live once again from Racing at the Arena.